Hello everybody and welcome to a fantastic new podcast, Off the Water. This podcast, uh, we're aiming to give a voice to the Scottish boating community and really bring together all aspects of what boating is all about. And this is brought to you by the National Governing Body, Our Way of Scotland. In our podcast, we'll cover a wide range of topics that will be aimed at keeping everyone up to date and connected while discussing the key hot topics for sailing and boating around Scotland. So today, this is going to be a roundup of what we've been up to since lockdown. We're going to share some places to get some information and some key uh, top tips. And hopefully, we're going to share some positive stories and gain some insight uh, across the community. We just wanted to put a quick wee disclaimer out there that the views expressed in this podcast are of our own and our guests. So if you've got any comments or complaints, please get in touch via the contact details in the episode bio. Clearly, it's a really difficult time for many and our intention is to provide some useful information and some lighter, more positive news around the activities that we love. So, uh, my name's Jack. I'm one of the co-presenters. Uh, I'm a coach assessor and I'm always Scotland's regional development officer. I like all aspects of boating. I've done all aspects of boating, um, but I do have a bit of a competitive side. I like a challenge. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Nikki. I'm the other co-host. I'm the coach education manager here for RY Scotland. I'm also a coach assessor and I've moved towards more of the cruising side and uh, spent a lot of time going and exploring different parts of the west coast of Scotland. We've been talking about creating a podcast for some time now so whilst in lockdown we decided to give it a start. <laughs> well I think it's probably safe to say we were volunteered to take on the role of host by our comms team. Uh, of Claire and Mark who are listening in and making sure that uh, we keep it going and um, we don't say anything we shouldn't. So with this pod we've been looking at now for some time uh, it's a different ways that we can connect the boating community and are always keen to explore new and creative engaging ways uh, that we can get people involved. We want to offer something a little bit different, something that you can listen to and get away from those screens. We want to bring a roundup of activities, look ahead at the new opportunities that are going to come up, share some fun and interesting insights and stories. And what ultimately we want this platform to showcase everything that boating has to offer. We want to bring together people from across the country, from different areas of our sport and activities, from small dinghies to potentially super yachts and include elements from canal boating and windsurfing. Over this series of podcasts, you'll hear from our whole team. And we will also bring guests in to talk about different topics. The podcast may vary in length, but we're aiming for about 30 minutes. So, Jack, what have you been up to during lockdown? Ah, so lockdowns have been, uh, been all right, actually. I'm trying to enjoy the weather. That's the main thing for me. I'm trying to get out of my bike a lot. I've done a hell of a lot of cycling. My Strava account has taken off uh, and my bike is getting, uh, yeah, getting well used every day for my daily exercise. However, my legs are absolutely screaming at me. <laughs> How about you? Excellent. Yeah, definitely nothing quite as uh, too much outdoor activity like that. Although I'm really wishing I've got, I have a bike. I walk along the canal most evenings and there are so many cyclists out. It's really nice to see, but it does make me feel a little jealous. I think yeah. I've been spending my time mainly on DIY in the house. Um, just it's time to work on a few small little projects and keep things going. Nice. So have you been learning anything new? Um, nothing new. I've probably spent a bit more time trying out and ex experimenting in the kitchen. Um, I've done a little bit more with uh, with some baking, actually. I made some focaccia the other day, which was pretty good. 
what have you found challenging during this time? God, challenging. I suppose, uh, well, I actually moved house uh, or, or sort of nearly moved house uh, just before the lockdown. So trying to find everything is a bit of a mission right now. So this, so working from home has been, uh, been probably the challenge, you know, full of trying to find everything where everything is and, and settle into uh, to, to working in a different way. But it's a good challenge. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's been it's been quite tricky getting into that routine. I think our work life has changed so much. Most of my days spent on video calls across lots of different platforms, uh, which has been quite interesting. A lot of technical challenges seem to crop up all the time, but it's fine. It's definitely getting easier. Um, but it has been good to have some time to spend on projects like this, um, which normally keep getting put on the back burner. I guess it was quite useful just to talk a little bit more about how we've been trying, how we've changed our ways of connecting with the our community. Um, so could you tell us a wee bit more about the connect sessions that your the development team has been working on um, since before Easter? So yeah, so these connect sessions really were a reaction to um, to the lockdown. Really, we weren't. We, you know, we need to connect with our community and our clubs. We need to find a way that that they can uh, come to us and ask some questions. But likewise, we can really have a good chat and conversation with them. So. So they're just an online meeting um, set up every week on a Wednesday. Uh, we have two sessions and really they're aimed at everybody, anybody coming together, chatting to us, chatting to different clubs. Um, sometimes we have a topic and, uh, or sometimes it's really just a space they can, they can go and ask questions. So, yeah, yeah, good opportunity for everybody to sort of join in. That sounds great. Um, you mentioned it being a video call what's what platform is it is it all is it only video or what what can i expect from the platform so the platform really is just an online video call it's uh, we're sort of running off go to um you can join in on your tablet on your computer on your phone um uh or you can call in video call um doesn't really matter how you want to join in uh, but yes yeah, quite an easy platform to use and yes yeah, just to go to we send you a link great it's pretty always useful to have that phone option as well because I think not everyone's internet signal is, is is all the same and I know there's a few people in maybe some of the more remote locations that struggle with the having enough bandwidth for video so it's useful to have that phone option too. What's our question that's been getting asked? Joe, it's been really really great just sort of hearing from clubs and them sort of coming forward with questions many clubs have got the same same sort of questions they want to ask and it's really been around engagement of members what are other clubs doing how are they doing it it's been around a bit about finance and looking at the long term Jed's had a few training centers and, and a few few clubs looking at the longer term in terms of finance but really the main the main questions is coming about engagement and that's really exciting there's been some really great examples of of clubs engaging whether it's they're running virtual racing uh, which we'll probably talk a little bit about that a little bit later on whether they're running boat building uh, competitions uh, some stories from uh, the northeast is fantastic to hear they've almost got things going on every day which is which is great and and really some other clubs are are looking at engaging in different ways whether that's with the community and seeing how they can help so it's really great opportunity just to hear across the piece you know what they've been up to great no that sounds that sounds really interesting is there anything you've learned in particular from this so yeah great question Joe uh, as, as a development team I think we've learned so much around uh, what clubs can do and what clubs want to do our, our support in what we're doing in the clubs hasn't necessarily changed over this time but I think we're learning so much around uh, each club's capacity, uh, capacity to change, and and I think that's that's really great. 
But I think we've 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 learnt probably more uh, that we've connected with more people. That's probably been the biggest learning or the biggest positive out of this. Great. How can people find out about these sessions? Where where do they go to for more information? Uh, on our website, we've got a calendar set up uh, under a sort of online events. Um, and they're on a Wednesday. Uh, we have one at four o'clock and we have one at 7.30. All you need to do is register through Eventbrite. Again, all on all details on the website. What we also do is send uh, emails out to the club contacts that we have. So if you're not you're not your club's contact, get in touch with us. Facebook is probably the good social media to, to follow. Great. Thank you very much. Well, looking forward to hearing a bit more about that and joining in some of those chats myself. So we're gonna we're gonna move on and talk about a bit of cruising, Nikki. This is uh, your part of uh, ship, as, as the word. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. Um, so I guess the last couple of years, quite enjoyed cruising around the west coast and going off on adventures when, when possible. Um, but that's taken a bit of a back seat at the moment. And our poor wee boat's still still on the hard. She's not ma- made it to the water yet. And we've still got quite a bit of work that we need to do on her as well, which we've not managed to. So I think as soon as lockdown is kind of lifted a bit and we're allowed to travel a bit further away from the boat at the moment, so don't feel we can necessarily drive down. Looking forward to getting down and stuck in and helping to uh, work on the boat then. Brilliant. So what's um, uh, what's involved in our cruising topic? I hear you've got an interview. Yeah, so I'm going to be interviewing Stuart Carruthers, who is the RY cruising manager from head office. Um, so it'll be really good to hear a bit more from him as to uh, what's been going on during lockdown and some of the challenges that our cruising fraternity have been facing. During this time, there are many restrictions to some of the freedoms, which as boaters and windsurfers, we really enjoy. But there are some really serious implications of heading afloat. The guidance from RYA, the MCA and the RNLI is very much to stay at home and not endanger lives at this time. With boats not returning to the water over Easter and the potential dire effects of the pandemic on coastal tourism, many of the island communities remain isolated and cruising sailors are advised to stay away to stop the spread of potential infection. However, there have been some cases of sailors who have been at sea when the lockdown came into force and I've been looking for safe havens with a number of stories in the news highlighting some of the difficulties. The Caribbean is soon to experience the hurricane season and some boats may be transiting back home with reports of limited ports opening under strict quarantine conditions. We caught up with the RYA cruising manager, Stuart Carruthers, to gain some advice. What has the RWA been doing to help cruising sailors during the lockdown? Well, um, what we've been trying to do really is um, clarify where cruising sailors stand. Um, And I think there's been a lot of confusion between what the guidelines that the government has produced say and what people legally are allowed to do. And that's generated quite a lot of excitement. You know, people saying, well, can we go sailing? Is, is sailing considered exercise? Is it um, you know, something we can drive to do? Because all of those things, if you read the um, restriction regulations, um, you could interpret it as being permitted to do these things. 
but clearly the um, the government and in of course the um, devolved administrations like the Scottish government. Uh, the intention has never been to let people continue as normal. The, the intention has always been that people have um, got to really consider what they're doing and whether it's really worth doing it. So, I mean, our mantra really has been that these are unprecedented times. It requires unprecedented action and it probably requires unprecedented sacrifice from cruising boaters, you know, however tough it may seem, however uh, low risk uh, sailing might seem, all of those things don't mean that you shouldn't be complying with the spirit of what the government and the devolved administrations want you to do, which is basically stay at home and think of things you can do at home, uh, and therefore not coming into contact people, with people and not... Um, standing any risk of either catching the coronavirus or spreading it. So it's been trying to put all of that into context for people, really, and to persuade them to think, you know, use common sense and say, well, although if you strictly interpret the regulations, you could go sailing, you could call it exercise. There is no limit on travel to exercise. Think seriously about what it is the government are trying to get you to do. And if you do that, the chances are we're all going to get through this a lot, lot quicker and easier than we would normally do. And the other thing that we've been telling people, you know, if a lot of people go out sailing with complete disregard of the restrictions on movement, which the government are trying to impose, then it's likely that sailing will be prohibited. And um, if something is prohibited in law, Getting it unprohibited again, if you want to call it that, might be a damn sight more difficult. So that's that's where we've been trying to do it. And of course, we have the coronavirus hub on the RA main site, and that's where we put as much information uh, and advice as we possibly can for not only cruising sailors, but also for clubs and also for RA recognized training centers. So there's a great deal of information on the coronavirus um, hub that I would draw people's attention to. Um, do you have any other specific advice for cruising sailors at all? Well, we're looking at, um, you know, advice for get it for people to uh, who, who need to visit their boats or want to visit their boats. That's been a very challenging uh, thing for many, many boaters. You know, keep their boats in marinas that are closed down. Uh, whether insurance policies require people to do security checks. And indeed, you know, if marinas are closed down, whether the marinas have staff still, to actually walk around the pontoons uh, and go out into the moorings and check things. And this has generated you know, a considerable amount of concern for people because by and large, boats you know, are pretty high value uh, pieces of equipment. And people like to know that they're safe and, you know, something untoward is not happening. So we've been providing quite a lot of advice on, on that as well. People have been getting understandably very concerned about marina charges. They see that they're paying for a marina charge, but not getting any service for that for that charge. So they're asking questions like, are we entitled to a refund? Um, and all of those sorts of questions. So with the advice that we put on the, on the coronavirus hub, together with more detailed advice probably that I am providing to individual um, 
questions that I'm getting from members of the cruising public. And I think uh, hopefully we're we're spreading the the word. You know, we're putting things into context for people. We've seen quite a few stories in the media about boats who've been cruising since before the lockdown and maybe getting into trouble um, finding a safe port or not knowing where they can turn to. Uh, how are boats coming into the UK waters being monitored? At the moment, uh, you know, boats coming into UK waters, there isn't a considerable amount of control. What, what is called general maritime, which is um, you know, the sort of unregulated coastline where we tend to operate um, around the coast of the entire UK, isn't particularly well uh, controlled. And this has always been a thing that the government wants to get um, a grip of. So even before anybody mentioned the word coronavirus or had even heard of it, we were having discussions with the government about a border reporting system where people sailing to the UK could report and where people who were leaving the UK could report that they were leaving. Um, and we've been into some fairly detailed discussions with the Home Office about how that might work. Um, and we were getting on quite well with those discussions and, and how that would be undertaken. But of course, um, everything has sort of been put on hold a bit by um, you know, the, the vast amount of work that's been generated by the, by the, the virus. But I would say that um, certainly um, within the UK government, there are still a lot of people working on these things. And we're still trying to maintain contact to ensure that whatever is put in place is something that is manageable and doable. Uh, and I think we're fairly confident that that is the case. So your question really is, what is being done about people sailing to the UK? Not an awful lot at the moment. If you're sailing basically on a, a voyage within the European Union, and that includes us at the moment, so, then there wasn't really much of a reporting procedure to undertake. If you were undertaking a voyage from outside of the EU and into the EU and coming to the UK, then you were expected to report, and that still uh, continues. And people are still meant to make a declaration. Um, under the coronavirus uh, uh, rules, uh, a lot of ports now, particularly commercial ports, are making uh, requirements for people who are coming in to report to them so they know where they've come from. And if necessary, they can be then directed to a berth or an anchorage where they will undertake um, quarantine precautions. So there's a lot of that going on. However, there are a number of ports that have closed their doors, if you like, and are not accepting boats coming in. And that is going to be increasingly more difficult for boats that are planning to return from the Caribbean where there are particular problems with a hurricane season coming up and um, you know, people not being able to find places to leave their boats ashore to proof them from the hurricane, you know, into hurricane lockdown measures or whatever. Um, that's a, ma a massive uh, area of concern for people who are on um, lockdown. And of course it is for people who set off before the coronavirus some of those people have been out of contact for quite a long period of time, suddenly to find that when they get to where they want to go, they can't um, just go alongside and report in and carry on as normal. They're being turned away. That is becoming a problem that uh, we're becoming more and more aware of. Uh, and not only in places like the Pacific or in the Caribbean, it's um, as near to home as Portugal and Spain. And I've heard some pretty shocking stories from people who have had real problems, even just going ashore to buy food in places like Spain and being told to leave and go home. You know, well, if you haven't sorted your boat out for a two or three week voyage, 
and you can't because you're not allowed to go ashore, but you're being told to leave the waters anyway. It's putting people in some very, very awkward situations. And, you know, there's, it's particularly difficult uh, for those people at the moment and not a lot of, um, lot of, not a lot that we as the RWA can do for them, unfortunately. I should make it clear that we are aware that people are having problems and we have written to the government to bring the matter to their attention. You know, government has made a big play about getting UK nationals and residents back to the UK uh, who want to get back here and has been laying on flights. And we have made a fairly forceful uh, demand upon them not to forget the fact that there are citizens and residents who are on blue water boats who equally need uh, that assurance that they're going to be looked after. You know, it's very easy to forget about these uh, small groups who are otherwise you know, extremely independent and are quite capable of looking after themselves and being in isolation for extreme periods of time by comparison to maybe other people you know, in society. So they're a pretty independent lot, but unfortunately, um, when you're denied access to ports, uh, and can't get in to sort out your boat and can't sort out your, uh, you know, your rationing, then that is a particular problem that people are facing. If any RA members have a question about cruising, how do they get in contact? Email cruising at rwa.org.uk. But please read the uh, coronavirus hub. You might find every, all the answers you want there at the moment. Perfect. Thank you very much. And we'll put the link to the coronavirus hub uh, in the episode bio as well so that people can easily access it there yeah that'd um, be good great well thank you very much Stuart that was brilliant um, and hopefully we'll be able to get out on the water soon hopefully we will that's something we're working on is a return to sailing uh, strategy at the moment uh, so that's something that we're thinking about well a return to work and a return to sailing strategy uh, and we're early days at the moment but uh, we haven't forgotten it we know it needs to be done and we're getting on with it Okay, uh, it's pretty good time then to, to talk about uh, virtual regatta. It's been a it's been a really sort of big thing. Obviously, virtual regatta has, has uh, offered out their the, uh, VIP access to the clubs, and I think there's over 400 clubs signed up in the UK, which is just brilliant. Um, so I thought what we could do, uh, since we've got Mark on the line, uh, a bit of uh, almost our, our virtual regatta guru, oh, it's called, uh, is to get some insights. So Mark, how you doing? Hey, Jay. Not that addicted to the racing. I think I think I managed to have you last time, did I not? Yeah, I think you're putting more time on this than you're letting on. I uh, might have clocked that you're online earlier this morning. Uh, did a bit of practicing. Well, you know, little little race every now and then. Got to get my credits up. So, uh, virtual gatter. It's kicked off. There are 400 clubs signed up. Um, could you give us a bit of insight then to to really what is it? Well, you know, it's been around for a few years, Virtual Regatta. Uh, it's authorised by World Sailing as the official e-sailing championship uh, available globally. Um, with European World Championships events happening alongside uh, big events, like we just had a, a virtual Speed West going on. But of course, that happened last year as well uh, as a method to try and engage external uh, participants and spectators in a sort of different world and enter the games world. It's actually very realistic for both strategic and tactical racing. So it's quite fun where you put the uh, boat on the race course um, and it gives a, a good realistic feel. Um, 
on that tactical area, obviously there's no people on the boats. So the pulling in and out the sails seems really, really easy. But actually the placement of where you are, seeing gusts and lifts and using the compass and where you are relative. What's your, uh, what, what do you enjoy most about it? I think uh, the connection. There's a little bit about the game. It doesn't have, it has some messaging within the game. But ultimately, there's groups and clubs getting together using external platforms like this GoTo or Zoom or House Party or WhatsApp and simply getting a group of friends and having the chat round about it. I think uh, currently uh, the calendar is getting quite full in my home life. I'm getting picked up on a Monday night to do a, a series at KIPP and then I quickly go on a Wednesday night to do the RC35 circuit, then we squeeze in the Larg circuit afterwards that on a Wednesday and Sunday. And then of course, I've got some other friends that pull me into race club and we do a bit of racing with another group of friends. So, you know, it's actually really quite busy with lots of uh, good chat around it. And some sailors that are usually in front of the mast, you suddenly see they're actually quite sharp on the race course and their knowledge. And some of the um, people at the back of the boat are still learning how the keys are working. So it's pretty good fun. I, uh, so that's your sort of uh, your insight to how you're so good is uh, every night. I, uh, I joined in. I joined in last night with uh, the Sea Gorillas. They had the uh, Robin uh, and the RDO join join me in their little group. And I tell you what, the, the the little windsurfers out of the sort of Team Fifteen community, they're good. They're really good. They've sort of mastered this game. I was I was very much uh, sort of mid fleet at the back, learning from those guys. Uh, yeah, it's quite fun last night. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Sea Gorillas, they are loving the foiling classes, particularly the NACRA and the F eighteen. I think. Um, they yeah, just like yeah. going fast around the place and using the foils. And actually, it's quite realistic. Yeah, yeah, loved it, loved it. So uh, what's your sort of top tips then for uh, whether it's people that are currently engaged with, with uh, virtual regatta or, or anybody sort of still teaching on the edge of, of getting involved? I think practice. I think practice among friends so that you've maybe got a little group of you who can share a few insights. I think uh, like anything else, uh, well, I personally learn from others quite a lot. So when we've got a little group on uh, and people are talking about wind shifts or just talking about how some of the indicators within the actual app, uh, platform work, you gain little insights about how people are getting ahead, whether they're in pressure or whether or not it's the shift that they're using correctly. And so that, that gives you a bit of fun and, and you just learn practice there's some great videos that uh, RYA are putting out every Saturday there's some top tips on VR that Adam McGovernment is putting out each race lasts maximum of 15 minutes within an hour you can get a good four races in a nice little circuit uh, and yeah it's good fun it's nice to be able to connect with sailing and a lot of people just looking forward and taking that learning they've got on the computer onto the water again just the thing a bit I like about that as well is it's, it's sort of, you know five minute races, but you can really get a good insight into maybe some tactical things or starting or boat on boat, you know. And, and a bit of thing I like about the app is to, you know with your with your tips is that it tells you what rules and things you're potentially infringing or whatever. So it is really good tool for that, isn't it? Absolutely, and I've seen a number of our coaches working um, with some of our academy sailors through this. And, you know, using the coaching mentality just to get the sailors to think about what they could have done differently or where they could have improved in certain races. 
Uh, and I think that's really useful. It's a, it's a good tool just to keep your mind in the actual game. Uh, obviously, there's no physicality to pulling this binnaker up. The only difference in the offshore racer is it takes five seconds over maybe a NACRA that's only <laughs> two and a half. But ultimately, we know that means a lot more effort. So, you know, built in with a bit of a fitness regime around about it, I think our sailors can be well prepared for when we do get back afloat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with the virtual regatta, we've got some things coming up of the RYA's Spring Club Championships uh, Grand Final. Uh, we're going to have our regional final on the 16th of May uh, and then our grand final uh, or the national final, I should say, on the 30th of May. So they're, they're the sort of sort of other regional and national things coming up. But but, you know, there are so many clubs really engaged in this on, on an evening and weekend. Uh, club racing it's really really great to see us saying 400 clubs involved it's just fantastic i think thanks mark for your time fully uh, uh fully appreciate that yeah thanks jack uh, there's quite a few people using virtual racer at the moment and uh one of them actually uh, a really good little sailor we know uh look patience he just managed to win the lockdown cup hi luke how are you i'm good mate how are you doing I'm all right. How's the wee pearl been doing this week? Um, well, I've put a few miles under my belt in that wee boat, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, it's grand. It's grand. I'm just off the back of the lockdown uh, cup final there, uh, which I managed to take the victory. So I'm, I'm happy at the moment. I'm ready for my next challenge. And how do you find it? Do you know, how do you find this virtual racing? Do you know, it's really, really, I find the whole thing interesting because um, I, I never would have thought at the start that it would be a, uh, anything that's worth diving into that could actually make your brain think and make your brain uh, relive real moments that you would do in this sport itself. But um, it does. It does. Like I, I, I've, I've switched my brain on and I'm genuinely thinking about the line bias. I'm genuinely thinking about have I got time to get get a few boats off my Wilmer quarter to get attacking and get back into the middle of the course where the risk is low? You know, the, all these things that go through your head in in real life in the sport, it's kept my 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 brain thinking about it. And the more I play it, the more I realise two things. One, it 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 genuinely replicates some, not all, but uh, you know, some race decisions that you have to make in the real world. And two, it served as a, a really cool kind of um, a cool tool to just keep that ticking over, you know. And so, so lockdown is 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 I'm I'm racing my way through lockdown at the minute. <laughs> but of course, <laughs> uh, that comes with a bit of balance of uh, a nice bit of fitness as well, I guess. Aye, I don't want to get square eyes and sit in front of the computer too long, you know. I'm not, I, I don't want to cheat the system and practice more, you know. I just want to kind of get into it fresh, so. Yeah, I've um I've got all sorts of things going on to keep my my body up to scratch. I've got my turbo trainer. I've been out on my road bike a lot. I use the turbo trainer for my hard interval sessions, and I get out in the road when it's when it's good weather. And um and probably like most people, I've built a homemade gym in the garden, which consists of bits of wood, heavy rocks, and bags full of baked bean cans, and lift them as hard and as fast as I can. So, so there is a balance there. You kind of do one or the other on its own. Well, that's perfect. Well, we're looking forward to get a bit of virtual racing. Do you guys get a bit of uh, competition among the team? I'd imagine. 
it's really hot. And also, what's funny with the the competition the team is you've got a WhatsApp group that 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 goes along with it. So, you know, so the British sailing team guys and, and the, I've got, I'm in various groups. What I distinctly remember is me and uh, Ben Saxton are continually in circles, you know, battles like the America's Cup, circling each other, trying to time the run into the pin end. It seems to be that me and him are continually fighting it out. For the pin. I mean, the competition is hot and there is a lot of banter and, uh, and, and no one is very kind to each other. Yes, so look out for the team on the virtual race course and of course some of us are also taking part in different events um, over the next few weeks. Our performance team are usually reaching the peak of their training just now following the winter academies. However, that's changed a little bit with our, our new environment. But the academy sailors have been pretty busy over the last few weeks, which has been really good to see, just in a very different way. I thought we could find out a little bit more about what they've been up to and also take the opportunity to introduce Kate, our performance sailing officer and our newest member of the team. Um, so Kate, this is probably a very interesting time for a new job. The last couple of weeks I have been on leave and I surprisingly found myself pretty busy. I felt it really flew by. Um, one of my friends actually nominated me for the run 5k, nominate five people and donate five people and donate five pounds to the NHS, um, which was really cool. I consider myself as, uh, I'm actively fit, but um, I want to get personally fitter and stronger. And this challenge was quite cool because it. Um, I now run. I've been keeping busy that way. And I try to do a 3K or 5K run before work, just depends how I'm feeling. Yeah, it's it's been quite hard, but <laughs> I'm trying to push myself. So, um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, in regards to our way things, I have really been focusing on sailors and parents at home. Um, I've been engaging in, with them through the Hive Learning, which is like a shared online workspace for coaches and our way staff to post resources for our sailors to look into. Our sailors are thinking about different things that they can take part in. And we've been doing things such as weekly Friday challenges. Uh, some of them include build your own boat, virtual regatta racing tips, the power of practice. And um, we also have our VR Spring Champs coming up this Saturday, the 25th. Um, and it should be listed under event. Uh, other things that's happening is the British sailing team have been releasing a lot of content, hashtag sail from home. Oh, cool. Um, what is sail from home? It sounds quite interesting. Uh, sail from home is run by the Arway's YouTube channel and sailing team's YouTube channel. Um, they've been running some really fantastic stuff not only for adults and youth age groups but also aiming at juniors which I think is really important as there's still so much for them to learn. Cool so what sorts of things have been posting different days or what's it all about? Um, you'll find on the Our Way Sail From Home a range of activities from e-sailing tips to kids lockdown activities such as knot tying and a bit of theory in a fun learning way. They're also doing top 10 tips for unlocking funding, which is aimed at sailing clubs and stories from sailing legends. 
The British Sailing Team channel runs videos from Monday to Thursday and the Mondays are focusing on their world champ sailors and their performance team such as Anna Burnett and Luke Patience um, and they discuss their journey about the Olympics and kind of the bumps in the road along the way. Really interesting because people think that I think people do understand difficult it is um to get into the Olympics not difficult but in terms of like how do I say this people make mistakes all the time and I think a lot of junior sailors or young sailors think that you know it's not okay to make mistakes but actually it totally is and these people have made mistakes before and they've learned from that and that's great and that's how they got there so I think listening to those is really good um, and it's quite encouraging as well because they tell you all about it and that sort of thing. Um, other things that they're doing is Tuesdays are aimed at weather theory which is run by Simon Rowell, um, the meteorologist for the British sailing team and this week they've also started on tactics by Mark Russell and also the, the author for the RWA tactics book. Um, Fitness activities are run on Wednesdays, which looks into routines, um, and it's run by Chris Sedlak, how to structure your own physical development, and Alex Hopson, the strength and conditioning coach, discusses this. And then they're also doing Knowledge Thursdays, which uh, really ranges from windsurfing tips to downwind techniques and mark decisions. Um, and these are discussed by our way coaches Rob York, Alan Williams, and James Gray. So there's definitely a lot to learn about and there's a range of things for different age groups which is great. Wow and they've got some really good names coming in and running some of these sessions. Uh, I mean Mark Russell really is kind of the guru on tactics and strategy. It's going to be fantastic. I really yeah. agree with you about those kind of bumps in the road and hearing about the the mistakes that every sailor has <laughs> every sailor makes. No one has a perfect um journey through their sailing career so yeah I think yeah. you're right talked about the whole sort of the, the range who's all aimed for um in terms of the RWA channel and the British sailing team channel I think they're doing a really good job at looking at the bigger picture um they've definitely made such a big effort to look into the activities for kids theory for all ages maintenance and fitness levels um, I think the content they're making is really for everyone who loves to sail, no matter what age you are. I think there's definitely something that can tweak your interest if you have it on the British Sailing Team's YouTube channel and the RYA channel. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up each week, so you can tune in and check it out. Oh, well, thank you very much, Kate, for all that information. There's some fantastic things um, available for lots of different people to access. A lot of it's on the, the RYA YouTube page, but also you can access it through social media. So yeah, some really great topics. Uh, you know, whether it's whether it's weather with Simon uh, Roll or the strategy uh, with Mark Russell, uh, I'd say really head out to the YouTube channel. It's some great, uh, some some great sort of workshops and videos for you to get stuck into. I'm certainly learning on the on this lockdown period. So what's been the best resource uh, you've seen so far during the lockdown? Um, 
you know what I think what's been really really cool to see is the creative approach that um, instructors are taking to creating new resources or creating bits and pieces ways of the for them to interact and engage with sailors whether it's within their kind of club or their training center and I think definitely need to give Aberdeenshire Sailing Trust a wee shout out for what they've been up to their social media feed has got lots of different videos they're getting the whole instructor team uh, engaged with it setting up challenges but also giving making kind of informative videos I think the the Lego challenge has to be my favorite or the Lego it's not really a challenge but the, the Lego video has to be my favorite there's some real creativity coming out Sandy blocks the uh, the Lego instructor. Yeah, I love it. Great video. Great. Well, that's us coming to the end of our first off the water podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I uh, want me to bring to you some fun, engaging conversations with the hot topics of what's happening in our community. So, if there's anything you want to talk about uh, or hear about, then please uh, get in touch. Maybe even you guys could appear on the podcast. Thanks must go to Mark and Claire. The hard work in the background is just fantastic. They're real the motivation behind this podcast uh, and their work in the background to keep us right. So we hope our quality of our stay at home mics have not put you off uh, as we're looking to get some new kits soon. So thank you very much to all our amazing guests as well. It's been great to hear from you and get an insight into what's been going on into a bit more detail. Everyone else? We really welcome your feedback and we are looking for ideas for future programs. Please share these either through social media or to our email address, which is in our episode bio. Remember to keep a note of our website and keep a watch across our social media where you'll hear all the latest news and get updates when they're available. Looking forward to getting back out in the water safely and successfully in the future. <laughs>